It is time to figure out what we actually know and what we don't. That's what we're here. We'll separate the wheat from the chaff. No problem. I'm Steve Gerber. God bless America. This is the Steve Gerber Show for Tuesday, February the 25th, 2020. Fat Tuesday and birthday boy's birthday. It's uh, time for three big things you need to know. Now number three, Fat Tuesday. Like I said, you better enjoy your day. Eat a few punch keys and unless it's pancake day to you. Either way, the end of the feast, time for the fast and, of course, Lent. Number two, Mike Bloomberg and his campaign getting attacked on stage and on the street. But no worries. Magic Mike has a lot of cash. He's ready to spread it around. In fact, he is declaring war on Bernie Sanders. But he's not getting a free pass to the fight. And number one, uh, the coronavirus. A lot more significant, it seems, than we have been told so far. And Wall Street reacted with a major sell-off, plunging more than 1,000 points. Third biggest loss for a day ever. New outbreaks and new questions have people trying to figure out how serious is this? And the answer is, we don't know. The answer is, we don't know how serious it is. The coronavirus triggering panic in Italy and on Wall Street. In Italy, a dozen towns are now quarantined. Seven people are already dead. The best guess is that 800 people or more have been infected. But the truth is, nobody actually knows. And the bigger mystery is how the 38-year-old man that started this outbreak got infected in the first place. You see... He's never been to China. How did he get the virus to begin with? So where did it come from? So far, nobody can answer that question. And if you can, can't determine where it came from, you have to ask how many people were actually infected before anyone knew it. Meanwhile, in China, the death toll is continuing to climb. It's becoming more clear the Chinese tried to minimize the scope of the outbreak in the eyes of the world. Simply put, they lied. In an effort to keep it under wraps, the Chinese government gave inaccurately low numbers on the numbers of people infected, the number of people that had died. China didn't want the world to know how bad it really was. We will likely never know the number of people who died from the novel coronavirus, COVID-19, behind the Chinese red curtain. I've been telling you this for quite some time. I told you that it was quite significant that 60 million people were locked down on quarantine. And it didn't feel like we were getting the whole story. Felt like we were getting part of the story and weren't be to- being told the truth about this virus. Seems I was on the money, but it gets worse. How many Americans are infected is also a mystery today because only about 500, 500 of us, think about this, only 500 of us have actually been tested. In a nation of nearly 330 million, virtually none of us have been tested. So in a city like New York, for example... There could be an epidemic any day quite easily. The same is true for every major city in America. With so little testing and an incubation period that can be 14 days, and now some say even longer, a whole city could be hit before they even knew what happened. I mean, nearly 6 million people ride the subway in New York City in the Big Apple every day. 6 million every day. If you had one or two sick people cruising around in the subway... What kind of damage could be done? Well, you could infect hundreds. It could infect thousands and then millions, and it would happen very quickly. Let's be clear. We just don't know a hell of a lot about the coronavirus, and we are a long way from understanding its true impact. It may be something that passes without much more devastation, and it could be just getting started. I'll tell you this. The Chinese have lied about it. And we don't seem terribly prepared for such an outbreak either, no matter what the president 
and others are saying. There are too many unknowns right now, and that leaves people a bit nervous. Maybe they should be. This is exactly why the Bears were out on Wall Street. The market hates uncertainty. And the new outbreaks in Italy and Iran, among other places, has spooked investors. Now, I'm not trying to panic you. I'm certainly not trying to panic you, but I do want you to have a realistic understanding of what we know and what we don't. And right now, we seem to know a lot less than we did yesterday. We just don't know. I mean, this group of people dead in in Italy, at least seven people dead, 800 infected, and that number will grow today. The number of people in America with the virus, who knows? I've been hearing anecdotal stories about those coming back from China taking the long way around and then lying about ever being in China, going back to Europe and staying for a couple of days then jumping on a flight back to the United States, not ever telling the truth about where you've been because they don't want to be quarantined for two weeks or three weeks or longer. But by doing that, you're putting millions of people at risk. It's dangerous, damn dangerous, and you're playing with other people's lives. Now, the Dow did dump 1,000 points yesterday because the markets don't like uncertainty. And the markets are not clear what's going on with this virus. It is impacting companies in China. Now, there is a bit of good news about the trade wars we've been involved with, with China back and forth over the last two or three years. A lot of American companies changed their supply chains. So they were not as dependent upon China to get goods to the market. But other companies like Apple being hit very hard because all of their manufacturing, all of it, is behind the red curtain. All of their manufacturing is in China, creating a problem for Apple. Now, today, looking at the, at the futures, not nearly as bad. Uh, the Dow's going to open 14 points down. The S&P 500 is actually going to op- open a couple of clicks up. Now, while all of this is going on, the president, of course, is in India holding roundtables at this hour with uh, members of big Indian companies talking about investing in the United States. So he is in India, and while he is there, his administration has just asked Congress for a $2.5 billion influx of cash to combat the uh, coronavirus. Again, uh, they're hitting new places. Another place uh, getting hit, South Korea. Several have died. Hundreds are infected. So the White House submitted a request to Congress Monday for $2.5 billion in supplemental spending to help combat the global coronavirus outbreak. The request included $1.25 billion in new money, with the rest coming from unspent funds from other sources. The administration is trying to be careful not to sound the alarm bells, but at the same time be proactive and move forward to make sure we are prepared to the best we can to deal with this virus. Now, when I spoke to a doctor that I know, here just over a week ago. I was told at that time that the alerts that come through on their computer systems, because the doctors get alerts about be aware of this and look out for that and it's seasonal things that are going on. When it came to the coronavirus, the doctors are being warned to be especially prepared for six to nine months from now. Six to nine months from now, that's when the United States is most likely to have its most significant impact when we go back into the fall of the year, back into winter. We can see the most significant impact from coronavirus, COVID-19 then, as the 
cold and flu season ramps back up. All right, so I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Uh, We have not been told the truth by the Chinese. We don't know the full story about coronavirus. We don't know the actual mortality rates because they, well, they lied. They didn't tell the truth. And so we don't know. We had been told that the flu would kill more people. We're not sure if that's true anymore. We've been told that MERS and SARS were more lethal. We don't know if that's true anymore because the Chinese didn't tell the truth about the mortality rates at the epicenter in Wuhan. We know less than we should, that's for sure. It is the Steve Gruber Show, 14 after on Fat Tuesday. Back after this. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisor Craig Stiles offers financial planning based on biblical principles. He can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Craig Stiles today at 517-483-4893. Office is located at 2400 Lake Lansing Road, Suite B, Lansing, Michigan, 48912. Ameriprise Financial provides financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. What would you do if you walked into a store and found that nothing had a price tag on it? Would you just blindly hand over your credit card and hope for the best? I don't think you would. And yet that's pretty much what you're doing with your retirement accounts. Hey, it's Steve Gruber. You see, the companies that manage your accounts are charging you fees. They subtract those fees from your account balance, and you probably didn't even realize it. But over the life of those accounts, that can mean tens of thousands of dollars being moved out of your account and into theirs. So what can you do about it? You can call Bruce Van Hall and Michael Douglas at 517-323-7526 for what they call a GPS meeting. They'll see where you are and show you how much you're losing. There's no charge. This is just one of the complimentary services Bruce and Michael offer WJIM listeners. So call to today 517-323-7526 to schedule your gps meeting or visit mylifeplanfinancial.com that's mylifeplanfinancial.com steve gruber was compensated for this ad life plan financial design inc is a financial services firm that offers a broad array of products and services including insurance and annuities licensed in michigan being a mother-to-be is both exciting and over from shopping for the best stroller to deciding which birthing center to use there's lots of choices to make Fortunately, the Economic Alliance for Michigan Maternity Care Project can help. It's an online resource for a mom-to-be in Michigan to educate herself on her options. Visit eamonline.org. That's eamonline.org. Then click Maternity Care Project, a public service announcement from the Economic Alliance for Michigan. 